Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 687. Should You Ever Work for Free? Part 1, by Vicki Cook and Amy Blacklock of womenwhomoney.com. And I'm Dan, I am your host here, and I'm with you every single day of the week, including weekends and holidays. And if you've been listening to the show for a while and the title of this article sounds familiar, you got a great memory, because way back in episode 330, I narrated an article from Seth Godin on this same topic. But today, Vicki and Amy of Women Who Money will share their opinions about whether you should ever work for free. And since it's a bit of a longer post, I'm gonna read the first half for you today and then uh, wrap it up tomorrow. So let's get started as we optimize your life. Should You Ever Work for Free? Part one by Vicki Cook and Amy Blacklock of womenwhomoney.com. It's always exciting to hear from customers or potential clients when you're self-employed. But if you've been in business long enough as an artist, musician, blogger, speaker, photographer, designer, coach, or personal trainer, there's a good chance someone's asked you to perform quality work without budgeting money to pay you. Freelancers from all professions get asked to work for free. Those asking will try to convince you that more exposure will skyrocket your business, or that the opportunity to showcase your creative work will shine in your portfolio or on your resume. Another hook to get you to work without pay? Agreeing to this unpaid opportunity will lead to compensation in the future. Will it really lead to money rolling in later? Sometimes, but often it won't. That's why it's important to review reasons to turn down unpaid opportunities and also look at situations where working for free might make sense. Here's a list of questions to consider when someone asks you to perform without pay, plus examples of responses to give when you've got no interest in working for exposure or experience only. Why performance without pay doesn't make sense. There are plenty of reasons to turn down work that doesn't pay. Let's start with the most obvious one. One, you could be doing paid gigs. You've heard the expression time is money, right? Always remember how valuable your time is when it comes to your business and personal life. You aren't making money from paying customers when you choose to spend time producing free content, goods, or other services. Even if you didn't have a paid opportunity lined up, you're giving up time you could use in your business to help it grow. You may also be giving up rare personal time to do things you enjoy or want to accomplish. When you work for yourself, it's hard to pay for your expenses, put money back into your business, or invest in your future unless your enterprise is making money. Two, working for exposure may not bring you business. People who want you to agree to unpaid work often suggest they'll be doing you a big favor. Their take? Exposure to their audience, referrals, mentions, press releases, social media shares, or reviews of your work will boost your business. 
but don't be so quick to believe you'll get monetary opportunities for your time investment. Your work may leave a great impression on people at an event, but it may not produce any quantifiable successes. Even if participants take your card with a promise to get in touch, many will never follow up on their initial interest. If contact is made, there's also a good chance the new customer will want a reduced rate because they met you while you were working a free gig. Even worse, they may ask you to work without pay to gain even more exposure. Working for exposure is not the free advertising that people claim it to be. Freelancing isn't a hobby, and in order to get hired, prospective clients need to be aware of your business. But you want to ensure your work gets in front of your target group audience, not just any audience. Just remember, bigger and different audiences may increase the chance you'll make money eventually, but it's no guarantee of future paying work. Three, working for free can hurt other freelancers. You may not realize it, but working for free can negatively impact other budding entrepreneurs. The more freelancers agree to unpaid or low-pay work, the more bottom lines of everyone's business can be hurt. Because unless you're in high demand, it may be tough to find clients willing to pay full price or even close for your talents. Clients may expect discounts on your goods and services, try to negotiate prices, or threaten to take their business elsewhere because they know others in your field say yes to low-pay or unpaid opportunities. Writing one free blog post or performing some spec work can be a stepping stone as you launch your business. Continuing to perform work without pay isn't good for you or others striving for fair compensation. And four, women already perform enough unpaid labor. If you're trying to run a successful business, working for free can hurt your personal and financial health. Women are already expected to perform many hours of unpaid work each month. They don't need to add free business work hours to their busy schedules. A United Nations report claims women do 2.6 times the unpaid care and domestic work that men do. Globally, women's unpaid labor was recently valued at close to $10.9 trillion last year. While there may be a few legitimate reasons to agree to work for free as you grow your business, women need to place a higher value on their time and say no to working without compensation more often. Is working without pay the same as volunteering? Before we discuss when you might work without pay, let's look at unpaid work versus volunteering. While these two terms may be mistaken as synonyms, volunteering and working without pay aren't the same. Money doesn't exchange hands for services you provide in either case, but there are significant differences to consider. Volunteering should be an unconditional gift of your time and effort. You choose to volunteer because you believe in the organization's mission, feel a sense of achievement, and value your commitment to serve. You may receive a gift or some compensation, not usually monetary, for participating, but you shouldn't expect anything in return for volunteering efforts. Those who agree to work without pay expect to benefit from that commitment. Your goal may be to gain experience and portfolio work while finding new customers through exposure from your free gigs. When you can trade services or find another win-win solution benefiting you, working without monetary compensation may also make sense. But freelancers striving to build their dream career don't work for free simply to help out others. That's where volunteering comes in. When to consider unpaid work. Some freelancers or business owners won't work for free, and that can make sense for them. When you have a thriving business, you likely have repeat customers and get plenty of work through word-of-mouth referrals. Yet there are some advantages to doing unpaid work for the right reasons, and you can find real value in doing so. When approached correctly, it can produce tangible outcomes, such as expanding your business into a new area or gaining higher-paying customers results that won't have you regretting working for free initially. 1. 
you want or need the experience. When you're just starting your business, you may need to dive into unpaid work experiences. Free gigs can help build up your resume and credibility, expand your portfolio, and gain positive references and reviews of your work. Still, you'll want to set goals and figure out in advance how much work you'll do for free. Then make sure you hold yourself to that time limit. Experienced freelancers may even agree to work without pay in some situations. Would you receive some useful design experience you might not otherwise? Could you use the unpaid gig as a case study to develop something new or expand on a current product or service? When offered the chance to do something you've always wanted to do, provide your expert opinion in a major publication or work at an event you'd pay to attend, working for free allows you to have experiences you won't regret. Two, hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Should You Ever Work For Free? by Vicki Cook and Amy Blacklock of womenwhomoney.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you so much to Vicki and Amy, who are the co-authors of Estate Planning 101, From Avoiding Probate and Assessing Assets to Establishing Directives and Understanding Taxes. They're also the co-founders of Women Who Money, which is a website that provides helpful information on personal finance, career, and entrepreneurial topics so that you can confidently manage your money, grow your net worth, improve your overall financial health, and eventually achieve financial independence. To check out more of their content, you can visit them online at womenwhomoney.com. They have great articles, of course, just like this one, but also links to directories, recommendations, plus a glossary, and more. Again, you can find all of that at womenwhomoney.com. But that's it for today. Hope you have a great rest of your day, and I will see you back here tomorrow. And that is uh, where we'll hear part two of this post and where your optimal life awaits.